Good Thursday morning. My name is Nick Reed. Welcome to the show, streaming on Facebook Live. 1041 Nick Reed, you'll find us there. That's sponsored by Springfield Raps. Of course, we have the KSGF app. You can stream online. Listen to us over the air, as most of you do. Well, there were massive uh, eruptions last night, causing the Capitol to shut down left-wing activists pro-Hamas individuals that stormed or attempted to storm the DNC, injuring law enforcement, causing uh, government buildings to go into lockdown because of the potential implications of this. Uh, I'm sure uh, we will get an address from the Oval Office, or maybe maybe Biden will give another address where the, the Coloring is red, and he talks about uh, pro-Palestinian extremists, the the left-wing extremists, uh, uh, because we hear a lot about MAGA extremists, so Palestinian extremists. I'm sure that we'll begin hearing about this quite a bit. Of course, you and I know this isn't the case, because that scorn is reserved only for a certain segment of the American population, and that's the segment of the American population that does not fall in line, and support the policies of this administration. See, they're in a little bit of a difficult position here because they kind of need the votes of these protesters. They can't exactly start railing on them. The Democrats can't start talking about how they're a threat to our democracy. They certainly cannot begin calling them extremists. And Lord knows there's no way they can put out an FBI most wanted list of individuals uh, we can't take time away from trying to track down you know, Enid, the 83-year-old grandmother who happened to be outside the Capitol on January 6th. I mean, we're still using our government to round those folks up. We can't take time out to look for left-wing extremists. Pro-Palestinian protesters going insane outside the DNC headquarters, fighting with law enforcement. Police noting in a post on Twitter, right now our officers are working to keep back approximately 150 people who are illegally and violently protesting in the area of Canal Street and Ivory Street. The protesters had gathered outside of the headquarters of the Democratic National Committee just south of the Capitol before several dozen demonstrators got into a shoving match with law enforcement. Hey, has uh, Biden... Has Biden called for them to stop, incidentally? Where is the address from the President of the United States? This was, and still is for some Democrats, one of the reasons that Donald Trump was guilty of inciting an insurrection because he didn't tell him to stop fast enough. Trump waited hours and hours before he made a statement telling them that they needed to stop. Have we heard his statement from Joe Biden yet? 
I mean, these, these are left-wing activists. They will, of course, if confronted with this reality, try and distance themselves and claim these aren't our supporters. If these weren't their supporters, we know what would happen to them. That, that's how you know that they know these are their people. These people are not going to get the January 6th treatment. These people are not going to be laid, labeled as the single greatest threat to this country that we've ever seen. These individuals are not going to be called out as extremist and dangerous, a danger to our very democracy. So while they may try and portray these left-wing individuals as not having anything to do with their party whatsoever, all we need to do is watch how they deal with them. It's the same thing with the individuals that were outside the White House, the pro-Hamas activists that committed all sorts of acts of vandalism, attempted to tear down the gates to the White House, and despite all of that, there was one arrest made. There's... No, all hands on deck. No, if you happen, have we heard any of this from uh, the the Biden FBI or Justice Department? If you happen to know any of these people, here's a here's a here's a, a, a contact number to call us. Do you think that the administration is quietly coordinating with banks? to find out whether or not any of their customers happen to use their ATMs or their credit cards in the vicinity of the area. See, this is, these are the great extent, the, the great lengths they have gone in order to get the January 6th protesters coordinating with cell phone companies, coordinating with banks, using geo-tracking, got to do everything to find anyone who happened to be within that crowd. Do you think that they're utilizing any of those tools or tactics to track down any of these violent protesters? I think we know the answer to that. And that tells us they know these are their supporters. And furthermore, they know that their supporters are in many instances, going to be supporters of these protesters. Now, they may be realistic and note, well, we probably lost the vote of these 150 people at this event and the 200 people at that event. But more importantly, what about all of their supporters across the country that are watching how they deal with these individuals? Do they give them a pass or do they treat them like Americans that aren't supporters of the Biden regime? This is how you know they know. These are their people. Springfield's Talk 1041. I'm Nick Reed. Latest news update. From Cutter 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. This morning, a family continues to grieve the loss of a son and father who was killed this week in a downtown shooting. Springfield police are still looking for clues that could lead them to a suspect that shot and killed 26-year-old Chavez Wynn and injured his pregnant girlfriend. 
Family and friends of Wynn spoke with Color 10. They're pleading for answers in what led to the two being shot while they sat in their car near the intersection of College and Campbell. When police release info on a suspect, we'll let you know. A man accused of robbing a dry cleaner in Springfield is set to be sentenced today. Authorities say Luke Jungers went to Glow Cleaners and gave a note to an employee that said he had a gun and to give him money. Jungers entered an Alford plea earlier this year, meaning he does not admit guilt but knows there is likely enough evidence to convict him. From Color 10 News, I'm Jesse Inman. First alert forecast from Color 10 Fox 49. Meteorologist Tom Schmidt clouds today with a high of 67. Then tonight there is a slight chance of rain, low of 51. Slight chance of rain tomorrow morning. Then sunny with a high of 62. Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. We contacted Emily about selling our home of 25 years. She suggested making some improvements to the house that would increase its value. She was very patient with us throughout the two years it took to complete the improvements. We had many questions. We were always quick to respond. She was always quick to respond. We were selling our home in Springfield, buying a home in Texas. Process went smoothly because Emily took care of the details. We highly recommend Emily. She's knowledgeable, personal. And professional. I saw she posted yesterday on social media. Uh, it next, she, it's a home, and uh, there was an oven, and it was very vintage, very vintage in the wall oven. And she was noting that a question people will often ask when selling a home: Do I need to replace this? Does it need to be updated? Is that is that something that I need to do while trying to sell the home? And she's like, no, no. And she explains why that is. There are so many things, I think, particularly if you haven't sold a home in a long while, you think, well, we have to do this, we have to do that. Those rules out the window, forget about them. So what do you do? Emily Johnson, House Theory Realty. It's that simple. Yesterday, just uh, what an embarrassing display, absolutely embarrassing display. The reception of the Chinese dictator into this country just within what a year after they flew a spy balloon over this country and were allowed to complete their mission by the current administration. I don't know that there is any country any longer that virtue signals to the degree that we do. Ad nauseum. It's just, it's nonstop. And it's always led by the left. How morally superior they are. And it's always aimed at political opposition. And aimed at our country. The founding of our country. Country is founded by slave owners. White people are privileged because of slave owners. Everything goes back to that. Everything. Everything about the country is bad because of slavery. White people are bad because of slavery. We need to tear down our, our institutions. We tear down our history, our st- everything. Because of slavery. Yet when the dictator of a country that 
without any shame. Benefits from utilizes slavery. The left, those same people, trip over themselves to roll out the red carpet. Someone yesterday, and I'd mentioned it, they noted that they were watching the watching uh, footage of the, the streets of, I believe it was San Francisco, where at the time the Chinese dictator was, was going to be or was going through, and they noted there were no American flags anywhere. And, I, and it noted what a shame that was. And I saw further video and pictures where the streets were lined with the communist Chinese flag. By the way, some of these were very large. This wasn't the sort of thing where, oh, well, we happen to have a Chinese flag and just spontaneously show up. It was clearly done in order to welcome the great, so that the great dictator could see what reverence we have for him. So that the dictator could see what respect we have for. I mean, it was it's almost fanboyish the way you've got Gavin Newsom going over there groveling, campaigning for the presidency, while not campaigning for the presidency, over in China. Kissing the ring of a dictator. The dick that 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 again pointing out the slavery component here, and concentration camps. Massive, incidentally. And just this, this gushing presentation, the, the, the Chinese flags everywhere. There, there are a number of Republicans that are wanting answers as to where money is going because you had a lot of these CEOs of these corporations that have no problem whatsoever uh, banning travel to states like Georgia, paying $40,000 to have dinner with the dictator of China. The same people that will virtue signal their their products uh, during LGBTQ plus month. that uh, love to present themselves as so woke in the name of humanity. And what's hilarious is that you get, if you do, if it works with some people of the left that will pay money, you know, buy the products of these companies because they're woke, and that money is going for a $40,000 dinner with a person who has, you know, slavery in his country and concentration camps. This is the, the recognition that people on the left are just empty shells that are full of crap. They are not anchored in anything. Anything that is meaningful and deep, they're, they're anchored in nothing other than they pick an enemy and then that's you know really all that matters and, and power and those two things clearly have relationships with one another. They don't care about human rights. They don't care about gay rights. They don't care about trans rights 
unless it is an issue that they think they can use to pummel political opposition here domestically. Because when somebody comes along that has no interest in any of that whatsoever, but is a dictator, I mean, they gush over that person. Trip over themselves to kiss their feet. And the embarrassing display yesterday of welcoming this dictator of the United States that, again, uh, no talk of the Chinese spy balloon any longer. You know, oopsie, ah, what are you going to do? And what's a shame is the display demonstrates that, at least through the leadership in this country, we have no respect for ourselves. You don't behave that way towards someone that behaves the way that the dictators of China behave, Xi Jinping specifically, and have respect for yourself. You just don't do it. And, and that, what a, just an embarrassing display. The, the displays that we have seen over the last couple of years between the humiliating Withdrawal of Afghanistan, the spy balloon, sex trap making the United States the number one, the reason ultimately that sex trafficking exists in its capacity that it does. And, you know, the open border facilitating that, which is a deliberate policy. Not it, not negligence, deliberate policy. <clears throat> Excuse me. And then this gushing over a dictator. Oh, but Trump's the one we're told loves dictators, right? <laughs> I mean, when you look at the way that the left behaves, I, they, you know, some of you may not recall. The left loved Fidel Castro. He was another dictator. I, they just loved the guy. They romanticized this guy. Che Guevara, a complete psychopath, right-hand man of the dictatorship of Castro. Even more, bro, this is a guy that executed homosexuals. Che Guevara. Also the mentally handicapped. If he even suspected, based off of the music that you listened to or the art that you appreciated, that you are a homosexual, you went into a camp and in all likelihood would be executed. What political party always has the Che Guevara posters in their dorm rooms or on their t-shirts? To hear those people during the Trump presidency and even post-Trump, or it's a, if he gets elected again, he's just a, he's a dictator. You know how I know he, he isn't a dictator? Because if he were, you'd love him. You wouldn't be in such opposition to him. Now, don't we're going to take a break here because we've got to talk about how all this stuff gets positioned. See, oh, Biden called. Here's a headline, in fact. Biden, Biden calls Xi Jinping a dictator. 
after a meeting. Oh, and I, there's a CNN report last night with Anderson Cooper and the CNN reporter talking about, you know, once again, Biden. I mean, even though even though Biden is there trying to open ties up and get these relationships going again, the one thing he made clear he's not budging on is the fact that, yes, he is a dictator. Oh, isn't Joe Biden tough? This is all illusion. It's all for show. And some of it so that they can continue to falsely try and portray Trump as the one who has some sort of affection for dictators when they're the ones who really do. It's all just watch behavior. Don't listen to words. Watch behavior. Brad Brad Pistole and Safe Money Radio. Sponsoring our Give Us Your Best Shot, Show Us Your Best Shot this year, KSGF.com, where you can upload your hunting pics. They can be from past seasons if you'd like. And when you submit a photo or video, that will enter you in a chance to win a prize pack from Brad Pistol and Save Money Radio that includes two Primos Autopilot 20 megapixel game cameras, a Maristep Jake House, Turkey Ground Blind. Yeah, I'm going to read it all to you. Sure shot. Dear Grunt Call 2, The Box, Turkey Calls. Busby tackle box filled with various fishing lures, 22 rimfire popper shooting target, hybrid light, Smith's deluxe knife sharpening kit, Allen monopod shooting sticks, hopper nine gun cleaning kit, wool hunting gloves, survival fire starting kit. It's quite a, quite a prize and all you must do. In order to get registered is get your photo or video submitted or give us your best shot at ksgf.com. Sponsored by Brad Pistol and Safe Money Radio. Hey, what custom car care, all of those car care needs getting into wintertime. What a great Christmas of gifts. In hard times, I find that uh, gift giving can become more practical. So many of us would hear about, we were kids and like our grandparents, you know, well, when I was a kid, I got an orange <laughs> for Christmas. Um, I mean, it's not funny, but we grew up hearing those things. We're like, oh, where's my Coleco? But those practical gifts are more meaningful at when you're dealing with, and we're not in that depression era, but in many of our lifetimes it's not been as bad as it has been some for some it has been but if you were born in the late 70s or or 80s or even mid 70s as an adult this is really the worst we've ever had to deal with due to the economic policies of of the democrat party and the biden administration and so having a gift like couple of oil changes or routine maintenance, um, that that can be a big deal. So don't dismiss it because it doesn't sound fun. That can be a, a huge, huge gift to someone. Uh, A1 Custom Car Care for all of your car care needs and all of their location info you can find under ksgf.com. Nick's endorsements. As I watch the footage saw the still shots of all of the people waving the communist Chinese flags and I thought to myself how the left not only had no problem with that but many of those waving the flags assuredly are leftist how is it that a person can wave the flag of 
Chinese dictatorship, but get triggered at the thought or sight of a Confederate flag. Think about that. I mean, in this country, at least according to Democrats, Confederate flags should be banned outlawed. I mean, they essentially did that through protest, sometimes rioting, demanding that, among other things, talking specifically about flags, the Confederate flag, it is a hate flag because what did it represent? Slavery. What does the communist Chinese flag represent? They have slavery today. Is it, is it, what, what is it with you folks that hate this country because we got rid of it, you know, the slavery, I'm not sure if you're aware of that, but the demand that we eliminate anything that even has a connection, flags again specifically, uh, that had any connection to slavery, but the communist Chinese flag. I mean, I have heard no Democrats expressing any sort of dismay, anger, outrage over all of the communist Chinese flags that that were flown yesterday and that probably still are to welcome the great dictator. Is it because those slaves are Asian? I, I mean, what is it? What's the difference here? I'm trying to figure it out. Maybe somebody uh, can explain it to me. What is the difference? Why are those slaves okay? Why, why are you cool with that? Well, I mean, we're not saying we support it. We certainly are much more welcoming of anyone with a connection to it. And again, happening today. Because of, among other things, the guy who got the red carpet treatment here to the United States of America. And hey, I'm not saying that we should not have communication and relationships with people who lead other countries and slavery and so forth. And yeah, I'm not, I'm not claiming that. It's just the disproportionate treatment and reaction that people on the left have. You think about how uh, you know, Trump, because he didn't declare war on Saudi Arabia, was portrayed as this horrific individual. This was after um, the killing of that journalist. And it was largely accepted as having a connection to the crown prince of Saudi Arabia, having that ordered. And so, of course, the media immediately is jumping all over the demand that Trump admonish him to his face in front of cameras, demanding that Trump explain why we would still work with Saudi Arabia in certain ways. And, and Trump's answer was a straightforward and honest answer. Listen, in that region, they're an ally of ours. I don't mean we approve of everything they do, but we, we, you know, we can't sever ties because of this. Oh, and Biden led the charge during the campaign with Democrats. He will not be cozy with it. He was specific about Saudi Arabia, of course. Subsequent to that, oh, he just you know couldn't get enough. Meets with the crown prince, smiling, laughing, having a good time. I used to think that it would be exhausting to be 
on the left politically, trying to keep up with who are we supposed to be outraged at? Okay, but these people over here do the same thing, but we love them. Oh, we hate corporations. Corporations are off. Corporations need to stay out of politics. Oh, well, until they threaten to boycott over LGBTQ stuff, uh, legislation that they consider. And then, then we love corporations, you know, like, oh, Disney, love Disney. How, how do you keep up? How do you figure out? How do you figure out which dictators you love versus ones you don't? How do you figure out what slavery you're outraged over versus what slavery you embrace and love and benefit from? And I thought, that must be exhausting. But the mistake I was making is assuming that those people are thinking people. Because the exhaustion comes with how do you keep track of it? How do you justify it? How do you rationalize it? But when you realize that those people don't do any of that, they don't think. They don't have to rationalize. Because they are righteous. And so the very fact that that's just their thought and their opinion and their action in the very moment, that is what makes it right. And when you don't have any morality and you are not anchored in any truth, I guess it is pretty easy. Now, there was a CNN report and, well, a number of reports and noting that, oh, Biden, I mean, he's really making it known still. that he recognizes Xi is a dictator. And I'm sure that the analysis has been there. This is a departure from the previous administration that seemed to have this affection for dictators. Words aren't what matter. I'm not saying words that don't matter, but in the scheme of these relationships, do you think that Xi Jinping cares that Biden calls him a dictator. Do you think that matters to him? No, what matters to him is whether or not he's allowed to fly spy balloons over this country without any repercussions. Or, better yet, once the United States realizes we're doing it, allows him to continue to do it. Stealing proprietary information, infiltrating universities and and stealing information, research and development information, information that is proprietary, that has national security implications. Will they be allowed to do it? That's what matters to him. You know, the difference between a Trump administration and a Biden administration, the Trump administration directed the Department of Justice to start cracking down on on communist Chinese spies in university campuses. One of the first things the Biden administration did was get rid of that. You think Xi Jinping cares that Biden calls him a dictator? What does he care? Call it. It's actions. It's the same thing yesterday, for example, you watch, or the day before, Mike Johnson, Speaker of the House, the Rally for Israel, Biden, of course, stayed as far away as he possibly could, but you did have people like Chuck Schumer there who then immediately went to the Senate, in which he is the leader, and blocked funding for Israel. Of 
Biden can run around all he wants talking about, well, we're we're, we're really supporting Israel. I mean, you have no stronger supporter than Israel. But if you continue to write checks that fund the terrorism, words are meaningless. The upside-down world that they have created is one that requires the recipient of the information, of the propaganda, to suspend all critical, even common sense. As they continue to try to portray, and some of this is their own cover. You know, well, Trump, and you hear, well, well, Trump is Hitler, Trump is Hitler, Trump loved dictators, Trump loved dictators. As you know, he smiled and took pictures with him and things. Trump understood. This is why Trump was, is good at what he does and the art of the deal, because he knew how to read people and he knows how to get them to do what he wants. And if that means telling them what they want to hear, all right, because what matters is the action. I would much, much, much rather, for the safety and security and success of this country, have someone that says nice things about a dictator, but then when it comes to what gets done, it, that's the success. As opposed to somebody that stands up and says, yeah, you're a dictator, but then allows the dictator to run all over us and have whatever it is the dictator wants. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. Thank you. Well, if you are wanting to take advantage of some great Black Friday deals, but you don't actually want to deal with actual Black Friday shopping, then I want to recommend you head over to quickdrawgun.com. Check out their 2023 pre-Black Friday deals. Now, Brad and his team, they are going to be rotating inventory over the next couple of days so you can snag some pretty great deals. And the best part is you can pay online and you can pick up your purchases either before or after Black Friday, so you can just steer clear of all of that madness. Now, Brad, he also wanted me to mention that if you are thinking about doing any type of custom laser engraving or custom Cerakoting services as part of a Christmas present, make sure that you give the shop a call as soon as possible because they only have a few spots left to get you in before Christmas. Now, you can find all of the contact information for Quick Draw Gun under the Sarah's Endorsements tab at ksgf.com. During a press conference yesterday, Biden was asking, is this something he can't shake? Um, questions about Israel, which makes sense. I mean, it's completely understandable. And it's complicated by, it is complicated, but it's also enhanced by the fact that there's trying to walk this fine line, this, this gray area uh, of trying not to tick off the left-wing pro-Hamas terrorist base of the Democrat Party while at the same time, mainstream America, you don't want to look too anti-Semitic. And, and so that it causes a lot of natural questions to come up. And as usual, the articulate, uh, articulate nature of Joe Biden was on full display yesterday. In Gaza has killed more than 11,000 Palestinians just over a month and created a humanitarian disaster. Israeli officials have said this for months or even years. Have you communicated to Prime Minister Netanyahu any sort of deadline or time frame for how long you are willing for Israel in this operation? Are you comfortable with the operation going on indefinitely? And is there any deal underway to free hostages? Thank you. Now, but actually, before we get to Biden's answer here, a couple of things to note. They keep using these numbers, the media, without question. 
11,000, 12,000, however many thousand innocent Palestinians have been killed. And of course, of course, those numbers come from the same people who told us that the Israelis specifically targeted a hospital. And when it became such a blatant propaganda, or, you know, recognition of propaganda by the media helping Hamas, you know, they're, oh, oh gosh, we're so sorry. We'll, we'll do better. Uh, and here they are again. I mean, just with you know, these numbers, and I, I don't know, maybe it's true, maybe it's not true, we don't know. But the fact of the matter is Hamas says it, so it must be true. Secondly, notice also, as we continue to hear these questions from the, the, the media, and, you know, uh, the, the, how, how long are you comfortable with this going on? At what point is enough going to be enough? When was the last time you heard any of these questions asked regarding Ukraine? When was the last time you heard a reporter stand up and ask Joe Biden, noting this is how many civilians have died? Have you talked to Zelensky about when he's going to wrap this thing up? At what point, how many people, how many innocent deaths is it going to take before you step in and tell Zelensky that this thing needs to stop? What, have, you, have you ever heard that question asked once? Joe Biden's answer. Yes, no, working backwards forward. Look, I have uh, been deeply involved in moving on the uh, hostage negotiation. Um, and uh, I don't want to get ahead of myself here because I don't know what's happened in the last four hours. But uh, I have... Uh, We've gotten great uh, cooperation from the Qataris. Uh, I've spoken with them as well a number of times. I think the pause and that is really that the Israelis have agreed to uh, down to. Well, I'm getting too much detail. I, I know, Mr. Secretary, I'm going to stop. The uh, but I am I am mildly hopeful. I'm mildly hopeful. All right, so as usual, it's wandering. Uh, he is lost. But at some point, he, one would think, gathers himself and recognizes, oh, I better not be talking about this. And, and he specifically mentions, uh, you know, Mr. Secretary, talking to Secretary of State Blinken. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah, no, no, I, I, I'm going to stop. You think, oh, well, there's a moment of clarity for him there, right? Now, listen to this CNN report about that answer and exchange. Uh, when President Biden was asked about the ongoing hostage negotiations, uh, he said that he was mildly hopeful. Uh, he uh, started to talk about uh, a pause that Israel may have agreed to. Uh, and then he looked over at Secretary of State Antony Blinken, who was sitting right in front of him, and made some remark about how perhaps he shouldn't get too much into the detail. And Secretary Blinken shaking his head, uh, shaking his, his head no, definitely do not get into too much of the details. I thought it was a really interesting moment that captured uh, just how sensitive these negotiations have been all right now as usual this is cnn trying to make it appear as if it's something somewhat positive or at least not negative for the biden administration and well the interesting thing about that is it just shows how sensitive these things are. no the interesting thing about this is it shows that the secretary of state is sitting there shaking his head telling the president of the united states shut your mouth to the point clearly Biden saw it because Biden says, oh, Mr. Secretary, yeah, I guess I'll stop talking now. This, this willful, proactive 
effort undertaken by the media, it, it really truly is as if we are in North Korea, where no matter how horrible or dumb or whatever occurs with Kim Jong-un, it is explained in a way that paints him in a good light. And so here you have a situation where the president of the United States, you've got the secretary of state sitting there in front of him. You can know, you know, he's making eye contact with him, shaking his head, probably mouthing, shut the F up. Stop talking. And this isn't the first time this has been noted. There is the video of um, Biden on the plane coming back from somewhere and he's answering questions and you can see. Aides standing around listening very intently say, okay, you know, they're, they're very nervous, very, should we jump in at this point? One of them at one point, it was noted mouth, stop talking. But instead of, of acknowledging that or just reflecting the reality, they paint it as, well, this just shows. Oh, how top level and, and, and uh, how, how secretive and how sensitive these talks are, which, of course, we all infer from that, that, that Biden it must really be on top of it to be involved in something with that, with that level of secrecy. <laughs> it's pretty interesting that in the, the context of a visit from a communist dictator in which the media always portrays the situation that is at the very least forgiving to the dictatorship, if not full-on apologetic and praising. And here we have the media in the United States that does the exact same thing. Springfield's Talk 104.1. I'm Nick Reed. I gotta tell you, The Rock. Dwayne Johnson. It's up on Capitol Hill. Much fanfare. Oh, you're going to run for president. Being in, there's a Washington Post editorial encouraging The Rock to run for president, saying this is the pathway out of the Trump-Biden doom loop. And the argument is, and he's serious about this. People don't like Biden. People don't like Trump. Everyone likes The Rock. So if he's president... Everything will be wonderful. This, <laughs> where to even begin? And it, here's the thing. It doesn't mean that The Rock is a bad guy. It doesn't mean that I dislike The Rock. I like lots of people that I would never want to be president of the United States. The, the presentation that The Rock would be a great president is all based off the fact that, well, everyone would just like him. He's a nice guy. Oh, well, that's what we need right now is a really nice guy. Somebody to be nice and you know, Kim Jong-un and Putin. And I I'm sorry, isn't this what we're told is so bad about Trump that he's a nice guy to people he shouldn't be a nice guy to? But in, on the other hand, we should elect The Rock to be president because he's nice to everyone. I, there is so much that explains what is wrong with this country, it, with with this 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 whole even discussion. We've got Christy Fulnecki in the upcoming hour. I'm Nick Reed.